Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience. I only copyright music, so don't mute nothing on Facebook. Got another amazing guest for you today. We have the CEO and founder of Youth Corporation, Inc., as well as Youth Outreach Services, Elizabeth Charity. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. What a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you sharing your story. I look forward to this. Here we go. (laughs) First question, what led you to this path? What led me to this path? Mm -hmm. Uh, I woke up one morning and I found out that I was an unemployed mother. Okay. My background had been corporate America. Mm -hmm. And... um, they asked me what they decided to do is um, I had stopped working at uh, this company, American Tobacco. And when I went to American Tobacco, it was like mm-hmm. I had the background, and that was that was back in the 70s and 80s. I had okay. back, background in um, computer technology, the okay. match, uh, which, which you call it Microsoft. Okay. Uh-huh. So they, they had just started Microsoft. So they decided to, my, uh, my other company, uh, Alpha Corporation, Brockway Glass, decided mm-hmm. they was going to send me, they was going to send me to take classes in Microsoft. Okay. And I, yeah, they sent me to Texas, all these different places to take this, to take this class. Mm-hmm. So I was learning about Microsoft back there in this 80s. And wow. it was like, yes. So, um, and you have to realize that those are Fortune 500 companies. Those are big time companies. And big I money. happened to, mm-hmm. so I happened to uh, say, be one of the ones they picked to go there. And um, so when I received the the certificate, and I knew about Microsoft, so I say, uh, hey, I, I, I want to, I want to be the be a supervisor. I want to be a supervisor okay. of the of the accounts receivables department. Okay. And they said, "Well, Liz, to be quite honest with you, you need a college degree." I said, "A college degree? I have the experience. Why well, need a college degree? I already know. You already sent me. So why? Mm-hmm. Why?" And they, that's what they said. But what had happened was I had taught everybody else about okay. Microsoft, all right? So mm-hmm. one of the young ladies had, who had I had taught, she left a corporation and she went to American Tobacco. Okay. So um, when she get there, they said, we need somebody who knows about Microsoft. She said, he said, this is exactly what she said, we have all this big stack of college graduates, and they don't know anything about Microsoft. <laughs> okay, awesome. And that's when my girl said, um, "The person you need is over there." Mm-hmm. You already the know. Corporation. I know Absolutely. her. She taught me everything I know. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. So what happened was um, within a few days, I, I get a call 
and I put the I put together my resume. I sent it to them on her request, and uh, they asked me to come in for an interview. I went in, okay. and they saw me. They showed me that little chart, you know, that little organization chart, mm -hmm. and it was where well, they need a supervisor for account receivables. Okay. With Microsoft Experience. So I said, oh, that's that's my position. You don't have to look no further. That's mine. <laughs> okay. Nice. And the, I said, you know, Liz, uh, to be quite honest with you, we we have had college graduates, but none of them knows about this. Uh, Microsoft. I said, well, mm -hmm. just go ahead. You don't have to look no further. Put me down there. <laughs> nice. I went into into um, uh, America Tobacco, mm -hmm. and at the time they had twelve employees and doing overtime. I went in and downsized. Oh, okay, just myself and two other people. Wow! Still selling a hundred fifty million dollars account every day to the penny. You hear what I'm saying? Grind it. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And so what happened was, like I said, that was during the the eighties, back then in the eighties. Mm -hmm. And you you really don't find you really didn't find too many black women in that kind of position in the eighties. My True. manager was, of course, was a white man, mm -hmm. and uh, we we got along very good together. So we you know we were like a team. Mm -hmm. So what happened was. My manager got a promotion. Okay. Yes, my manager got a promotion. And me, Liz, well, they brought in a new manager. She came in. She mm. said, uh, I'm bringing in my own person. Okay. I go, okay. So, Liz, you're going to have to train her. So, okay. So I, I tried. I, I really did. I tried training her. But this girl, her name was Becky. She said, um, as long as Liz here and Liz knows how to do this, you know, I, I don't really have to do it because Liz is going to do it. Because at the time, I realized I had just bought a new house on Chimney Farms. That's one of the best sides of town in Richmond, Virginia. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Okay. You just don't have, again, you just don't see a black woman in chimney farms, a single black woman in single okay. farms, in, a single black woman in chimney farms with two in sons. A nice uh -huh. you know, really nice neighborhood. You just didn't see that in the 80s. Come on now. Okay. Mm -hmm. so I was breaking, look, I was making history. There you go. Trail, trailblazer. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was a trailblazer. So they, they did a big write-up about me. They pumped me up. And then the next moment, they're trying to tear me down. Mm, 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 mm. I go, wait, 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 wait one minute. So you're saying that um, you want me to train this girl. And with me, I, look, I, I had to go into my, I, look, look, I had to go into my secret closet. Okay. I believe in a heavenly father. Cause I believe he go. gave me. I believe he gave me that job in the first place. Okay. So I went in there to my heavenly father, and I, I, I sit, I sit on my stone room, and I say, heavenly father, come on, you have to tell me something. <laughs> <I hear that. laughs> 
I said, Father, you gave it to me in the first place. Mm-hmm. Make a way out of nowhere at this point. Did, 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 did he? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He had made a way out of nowhere. You know, go, okay, Father. Talk to me, Father. Mm-hmm. And so my heavenly father, he said, um, Liz, if they give you a raise, you train her. Because it comes with a price, daughter. Yeah, that's fair shame. <laughs> it comes with a price. Mm-hmm. I said, but, 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 but if I don't train her, I mean, if they don't give me a raise, then what, father? He said, uh, I could give you three signs. Okay. I said, because you see, I just bought a house and I got two sons to, to raise. And if I will be out of job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got, you got to talk to me. <laughs> I guess well, I've got to figure something out. <laughs> you got to tell me what, what to do. Mm-hmm. He said, like I say, I'm going to give you three signs to let you know that I'm the one giving you these instructions. Okay. Okay. He said the first sign is the male gonna come in and gonna be the more male than you ever seen. Okay. Number two, the supervisor gonna come want to talk to you. Number three, that's when you make the decision and see what happened. Okay. Okay. So I went out there, and sure enough, I sit at my desk, and I start working. And um, one of my employees go, oh, my gosh, look at all that mail. That's the most mail we ever got. I go, oh, oh. Mm. that's what God has said you. She was going to say, okay. Right at that time, the supervisor came, the manager, the manager came, because I was the supervisor. The manager mm. came, and she said, uh, Liz, I need to talk to you. I go, okay. 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 She said, why are you in that training, Becky? I said, to be quite honest with you, Becky knows that as long as I ain't doing the work, she don't have to worry about it and she'll get the pay. Besides, are you going to, are you going to uh, give me a raise? She said, give you a raise, we probably fire you. Oh, oh really? Hmm. Interesting. Quite interesting. Right at that moment, the computer room, the remote, I'm the one that helped set up the MSA system. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that helped the programmers put it all together. Mm-hmm. So I know it. You see what I'm saying? And she said, besides, didn't somebody, didn't somebody here have to train you? I said, no, I walked in it perfect. Nobody mm-hmm. I trained them. Okay. Right at that moment, the computer guy called, hey, Liz, I want you to know that that batch of work that Becky put in today, yeah, it blew the system up. I go, oh, really? Uh. I said, um, you know, you asked me earlier. I said, as of this moment, I was let Becky go. <laughs> that mouth would t- fall into the bottom of the floor. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went all the way home, mm-hmm. 
And I get home and then I realize, Lord Jesus, I don't even have a job. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, what am I supposed to oh, do? Man. Yeah. And my father came through one more time. He said, I was always community active, right? And I yeah. had put together, I always loved TV production. Okay. Because I that's what, what I did on my spare time was TV production and radio production. So I always loved that. He said, remember. I said, Father, what I'm supposed to do? He said, remember um, the young lady that videotaped your TV production? Yes. He said, you paid her. I said, yes, I did. He said, I want you I want you to know she's going to call you and let you know that she could give you the money back. I go, yeah, wonderful. I said, oh boy, then I can go make some groceries and I can do this and I can do that. And I, I was mm-hmm. like, all the things I can do, right? He, mm-hmm. said, he said, no, 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 you, you, you're not going to do that. I go, huh? He said, you go start your own nonprofit organization. I go, what? I need a look. I need. I need a lawyer. I was going to all the things I need. Lord, I, I need this and I need that. And it's not right now. Oh, by the way, right after I had had uh, 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 got my, I had had an accident and had totaled my car. So mm-hmm. I really didn't have the transportation to get okay. there. And I go, God, I don't have no transportation. I don't have. I don't have the money. He said. I want you to go to the business office and get your business license to start your own nonprofit organization. I go, God, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, my sister walked in the door mm-hmm. and she said, um, my sister was living with me. She said, um, you know, I got off early, so if you need the car, there it is out there. Woo! Okay. Then the next thing I know, my girl gave me a call, and she come in. She said, "This, you know, the Lord told me that money that you gave me when we did that uh, TV production. He told me to give it back to you." I said, "Really?" She said, "Yeah." So mm. I'm, I'm going to bring you the money. Said, okay. And so that's when the Lord said, "Now you go." And you get your business license and start your own nonprofit organization. I go, oh, okay. So I, I, I went on to the business office and I mm-hmm. said, you know I'm going to need a lawyer. So what in the world am I supposed to do about that? I, I can need a lawyer for all this. <laughs> I'm standing in line. Mm-hmm. And the man is standing in line. And he turned around, he decided to start a conversation. I said, so what are you in here for? He said, I happen to be a lawyer. You <laughs> <laughs> put everything the way you needed to go. He, put, he gave me everything. Yeah. And that's 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 the way it has been going. That's awesome. And what what I did was he, he I, I I laid down on my face and I prayed and I cried out to him. Mm-hmm. And he, he he said, "Those who cry out to me, I will. They will hear me. I will answer their prayer." So he had me to write the welfare work program 
and gave it to the governor, and he adopted that. Well, That's awesome. Were, so that event gave me a job, other people a job, and it kept my sons from going to jail. <laughs> awesome. That is awesome right there. How God works with your favor. That's awesome. You, 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 you just have to believe. You have to have faith. Today, I want you to know that those two sons, as a single mom, mm -hmm. God anointed them whilst they was in my womb. And he told me, he said, they're going to be a prophet to the nations. Awesome. I want you to know between the two of them, this is what our God does. The two, between the two of those young black men, they have six degrees. Wow. Ranging from a PhD wow. in African American history, awesome. a master of divinity. So he's not only a, 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 a professor, but he also minister of the word. Come on now. Amen. The other one is a public relation administrator. <laughs> he don't work for the governor's. He don't also work for the governor's office in his little town in Northern Virginia. Come on okay. now. And what, awesome. they did was, look, look, what they did was those two sons up there told me, Mama, you're going back and get your degree at 60 years old. You're going back and get your degree. Mama, sit down. Because he was working at at Strayer University. Okay. And he was recruiting. So he recruited his mama. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing right there. That's awesome. God is good. <clears throat> he recruited his mama at Strayer University. So I went back and I got a degree in in uh business administration, an associate degree in business administration. So after I got that business administration degree, I told him, I said, huh, I'm going to George Mason like you did and get my bachelor degree too. He said, okay. no, uh, uh, I ain't, you going to do that? I go, watch me. <laughs> okay. What I did was I went back to George Mason University mm -hmm. and I wrote what you call a bachelor of uh, individualized studies. Okay. Bachelor individualized studies degree where you write your own degree. You oh, write wow. your own curriculum. That's awesome. And 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 in the college approve of it. That's and so amazing. that's and so that's when I wrote one transforming offenders into social entrepreneurs. Okay. <laughs> Come on. So my goal now, let me tell you what my goal now is to go out and buy up real estate because I, 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 I got two, two corporations. Youth Corporation Inc. is the stockholder corporation. And on a widow's mic, on a little bit of money, I went out and I got it. Look, I got it. A trademark. Come on now. Okay. Now, what what is Youth Corporation Inc.? Youth Corporation Inc. is the stockholding one. Okay. And under that, under that Youth Corporation Inc. is is where we up at develop many small business. 
Okay. And 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 and, and we have like a main one is real estate. Okay. And but your youth outreach services? It's the nonprofits one. Okay. They implement the workshops and the training for them to run those business under Youth Corporation Inc. Nice. Isn't that nice? Absolutely. Yes. Now, as you being the CEO, what are your duties of these companies? The CEO is where I go out and I find other individuals who want to partner with me. Okay. And they will uh, uh, partner and I will ask them to buy my shares of stock. Okay. And then buying those shares of stock is where I have one million shares. Nice. I want to sell 490,000 shares. I want to keep the 51%. So I'm looking for ones who are interested in real estate development. Okay. And in those real estate de development, we build what we call the Chess Bonds, Community Health United Building Better Societies. Okay. And in those Chess Bonds units, is where we will have a TV production, R-E-T-V. Okay. Where we will be able to say, advertise all of what you're doing to help create and say, these entrepreneurs. We call it Dawn Rising. Dawn Rising is where you chatter through the dawn, taking the glass, bringing forth the light. Awesome. That's great. And, they are, and Don Ryan is the generation building healthy and safe communities. Okay. That's great stuff. And what we want to do is I have met, I have met with the lieutenant governor. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I shared, see, her passion, her love is um, is um, mission, is um, like missions, especially mission. with, the okay. with the prisons. So I told mm -hmm. her, I said, so I told her, the lieutenant governor, I had met her before she became the lieutenant governor. Okay. And so when she became the lieutenant governor, that's when she, you, you have to realize she does, I said, the missions or the uh, uh, transform, do what I do, transform juvenile offenders, the transforming those ones who are incarceration. Okay. I want to uh, transform them to be business owners. Awesome. Learn, you, you, you see what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. and the construction trade. I even went back. I even went back to school for to get a certificate in uh in, with the class construction. Look at you. Yeah. All your bases. Huh? Covering all your bases. I feel that. Yes. Good stuff. So with that, with that construction, so with that construction trade, so what we can do is we can be able to build, not only build facilities, but build character and mold you and shape you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As we rebuild the uh, old torn down buildings, mm -hmm. you're also building up your own character within yourself. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I always love uh, 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 going in and, and 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 renovating houses. In fact, we have I have renovated at least five houses. 
Okay. With, with, and they were drug infested houses. Ah. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Turn them around. Uh uh uh. Uh-huh. Turn them around. Making them to live in headquarters. Wow. That's awesome. And at the same time, we're touching the minds and the hearts of the recipients who are working with us. And we reduce recidivism. See what I'm saying? Okay. Yes. So my goal is, uh, as I say, is I'm looking for real estate uh, developers mm-hmm. who want to say, come in and help buy my shares of stock. It's private. I don't want to go public yet. Okay. And it's uh, for 20 but at the time that my lawyer wrote it, he had it for four dollars, and I go, no, nah, uh-uh. we, 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 I'm going to sell it for twenty dollars. Okay. And so, at uh, four at uh, four hundred ninety thousand at twenty dollars per share, we give you close to nine million dollars, in which I have already went out and look at the real estate. Look, already went out. Look at the state I want at the claim, and it said nobody else can have it but me. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and the people who want look, look, is one piece that's been lit, sitting there since two, 2012, and okay. nobody can buy it. Nice, I kept it in reserve for me. Awesome. Now, this is a time where to market and promote everything you, you want people to know you got going on. This is what you want me to do now? Yeah, market and promote what you got okay. going on. Okay. What you know about. All right. So what I want to do is I'm looking for individuals who want to come in and uh, be a guest on RETE, my, radio, my TV show. This TV show will be, I did a trial run last year. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was like it was in a three-month trial run, and I reached 500 households. Nice. And the people that we were marketing and promoting were the sheriff. She was the first black sheriff in Henrico County. So what I did was I went and established a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And if you go on my website, you'll see how uh, we interviewed her and showed how she as the first black female sheriff went in and turned the whole thing around. So she and I, we you, you can be able to see that on there. We even got the Commonwealth attorney on there. Okay. And it's showing how we are working with them to be able to put our TV productions into their into that jails and correction facility. In other words, the Zoom now. Okay. So it, 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 it's, you, you can see that on my on my um, on my website. Mm-hmm. So um, the the other part, we are recruiting college students. This is where my son comes in. My two sons come in very very handy because they can go out and help recruit these college students to come in and help train and to be like interns. Okay. These are students who are majoring in psychology. Nice. The mental health, be mentors mm-hmm. and the mental health to them. 
uh, uh, they be majoring in sociology and psychology. Okay. Good and stuff. we have what you call a 12-week program, like the initial 12-week program. And the first of uh, four weeks is dealing with um, gets assessing what they can and cannot do where they are. I have put, I have a very good track record. I have uh, uh, had over two hundred some students to go through my program. Okay. It has been implemented in George Mason at George Mason University. Nice. At um, Virginia Union University. Um, at um, William and Murray University. At Strayer University. All of these are colleges that my sons graduate from, so they can go and okay. open. They can go and open the door for me. <laughs> awesome. At, at um at um the other one is it's at Virginia State Virginia State and this is this is my whole booklet right mm -hmm. uh, giving a history okay of everything that we have done in the past and how we have put it in these are the lists of all of the um, okay yeah right there business all of the countries that we had okay over the youtube nice okay uh like i said i'm looking for individuals this is this is our structure in which we set up at the top is what right there that uh-huh that one is where uh the classes that we are offering okay and at the bottom is where we zoom we want to zoom it into the jails juvenile detention centers okay uh-huh and, and and um our, our, our lieutenant governor is all for it because this this is her heart and so um we're looking for others who want to say come aboard with us mm -hmm. who wants to say uh help teach the classes and zoom in, in there whilst they are in the in the juvenile detention center in the correction facility in the jails mm -hmm. So when they come out, they are placed in one of those uh, facilities that we'll be building whilst they're in there. So they mm -hmm. have a place to continue their jobs and a place to live. That's awesome. So our first, our first, um, our first goal is to um, work with some real estate investors to be able to sell as shares of stock so we can purchase the property. And they will own uh, four, let's say 49% of the property. Okay. Uh-huh. So if there's any real estate developers who want to come in and purchase as shares of stock, mm -hmm. so, so be it. They can own 40, it's at 49%. I would be the one owning the the 51 percent okay. okay and then like i said they would have a place on that tv show is which we would interview them we would maybe promote that business and what mm -hmm. they're doing so they get advertisement of course there's a cost for that as well but um 
it's it's where we'll be creating our own documentary TV show. Okay. Very similar to what you're doing. Okay. Yes. Very, awesome. very similar to what you're doing. It's like we're on the same path. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, sir. We're making big moves over there. Yes, 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 yes. So um, uh, I have uh, my son, Antoine. He is like the, he's the one that head up my non nonprofit organization. Okay. So um, he is the, and he's he's a teacher. Okay. Uh, and he has he has a master degree in public administration. So okay. that's so that's how he actually got me um, involved with uh, the mayor in, in the cities. And he referred, and whilst I was doing my um, deg uh, degree, getting my degree in George Mason. Mm -hmm. He referred all of the kids, all of the young men that went through the mayor's office that had had been in. They had the choice of whether being going to jail or be a part of my program. Okay, so, that's, that's good adoption. Uh, and so what happened was we had a very successful. Uh, we had a very successful rate. It was five out of five that participate in our program. All five of them end up going to college or starting their own business. That's awesome. It was a 100% success rate. And turn the life around, do something better. Uh huh. And, and and that's our goal. And from what I'm seeing now, that's what they need right now. Mm -hmm. They need to know that there's hope. Yeah. They need to know that there's a better way of life. That is so true. Hope is lost right now. Right now, they're well, lost. Mm -hmm. And 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 what what I want to do is to go in and let them see. You it don't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. I agree. There is a better way, and um, I have uh, I, I seem to have a very good connection with the young people. Okay. Um, most of the time, all I have to do is walk in a place, talk with them, and the next thing I know, they are part of what what I'm doing. Okay. So uh, I, I I have a very good connection with them. I think it because I'm a youthful at heart. <laughs> I can see that. Yes, yes, yes. I, I told him I it was it was so funny because um when I would go into the I would go into the juvenile detention centers. This mm -hmm. was before COVID hit. I would go into the juvenile detention centers, and it was like every Thursday, every Thursday. Mm -hmm. We would have a we would have a job training program okay. right there in the juvenile detention center. So I'd be to develop a, a relationship with them there. I got to give you this testimony. It was one young man. His name is Eddie. I remember uh, when I went in there, Eddie had been deserted by his father. Ooh. 
and his uncle. And Eddie was Eddie was mean. Eddie was so mean. Yeah, a lot of anger. It was a lot of anger. Uh huh. So I said, um, Eddie, what you like doing? He said, I like working on cars. So I went out and I found a mechanic. And um, I asked him. I said, Will you will you come to the uh, facility and talk about being a mechanic. So that's how I started that. that okay. That, 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 that it. Mentoring. Uh huh. That mentoring. Job mentoring. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he uh, taught, he actually helped him to be that mechanic. And so what happened was uh, the other guys, they were looking at, Mm-hmm. And Eddie was so Eddie was so mean. He was so mean. <laughs> and so that mean, huh? <laughs> so I told Eddie, I said, Eddie, I said, you are so smart. You're so intelligent. I said, you know all that negative energy that you have. If you turn it around to positive, baby, you have everybody in here following you. He looked mm-hmm. at me. And they all said, she's right, she's right, she's right, she's right, Eddie, she's right. <laughs> okay. So what happened was um, Eddie decided that when it was time for him to go to court, he said, Miss Liz, we done broke every rule in the book, but only got <laughs> Because I wasn't supposed to have that kind of connection, you know what I'm saying? Okay. He said, will you, will you go? Here's my mama. I definitely wasn't supposed to get his mama's uh, telephone number. He mm-hmm. said, I want you to talk. I want you to talk. Because by now, he trusts me. He okay. said, Miss Liz, would you get in contact with your, my mama and tell my mama that uh, you will come to court with me? I said, yeah, Eddie, I'll do that. So I called his mama. Mm-hmm. And I talked to his mother, and um, she told me, she said, Liz, they're not doing him right. I oh. said, no. She said, I put him in the, in the first place because he needed help. But right now, they're making up lies, and they're not doing him right. I said, okay. I said, um, when, when, when is this court day? She said, um, she told me when is court day. I said, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. But again, the power of prayer. I went again. I had a little talk with my father. I said, Heavenly Father, you know the situation. Every lie that they told on him, Heavenly Father, I said, turn it around and give it back to them. I said, Father, go ahead of me and make those crooked places straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want you to, to expose the hand of the enemy. Fine. Okay. Go in there and set my boy free. Okay. <laughs> By that time, I had taken him over as my son. You see what I'm saying? In other words, uh-huh. that's the way I was seeing him. Mm-hmm. As as the as as God assigned it to me. Because okay. what God had told me was, if I was to go in there, He was not and minister to His sons. My sons would never go to jail. 
So with that kind of bargain, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I with that type of deal. <laughs> now, what has been your biggest challenge? Oh, my my biggest challenge is of course um, trying to get the finances to keep everything going. That's the okay. reason why I came up with the idea about selling the shares of stock, buying stock, getting it incorporated mm-hmm. as a um, idea. As, uh-huh. Get it incorporated and to get the finances to be able to keep it going. So mm-hmm. that that and then another one is uh, is betrayal. People that you trust. That always sucks. <laughs> but I want to I want to I want to let you know the outcome of that of that um uh 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 Eddie, what happened was um, I got in contact with Gardner Lightning, and mm-hmm. I told him I said, uh, "Eddie's going to go to jail. I want you. To, I mean, going to the court. I want you to send all of his records to the judge. Send them directly to the judge." <laughs> so he sent it, and then um, I got in contact with his uh, his lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote a letter to the judge himself. Okay. In other words, I did all my background. I did all my footwork. So it was something because uh, the prosecutor got out there and she started going, uh, well, I want you to know that uh, there's somebody here that I bet do not want Eddie to go to the uh, uh, Beaumont, to the you know, oh, wow. juvenile jail. I, 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 I know you're saying that she, he shouldn't go, but I'm going to prove to you today this is where he belongs. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so she called her first witness, the probation officer up there, mm-hmm. and the probation officer started talking. And the more she talked, the more remember I say every lie that she not told we fall back up. Well, come on. All of a sudden, she began to dig a ditch, <laughs> and, 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 and the judge was looking at. He was looking at all of the paperwork that was coming from the God not like Yeah, that stuff ain't adding up. <laughs> uh-huh. was, he said something not right. So she she continued talking. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was. Uh, the judge decided he's going to speak up. Okay. The judge said, um, I don't mean no harm, but when I refer Eddie to you, it was because I thought you was going to help him. But for one, look, you have not helped this young man. You have not helped him at all. In fact, according to the paperwork that is coming in on him, <laughs> it doesn't add up. Uh oh. And and the lawyer and the lawyer sitting back then he go um he stood he he stood up and he said uh, uh judge your honor we want to refer Eddie to Miss Charity's program. <laughs> Amen. And uh, the judge uh, uh, looked at at him. He said, uh, uh, "Yeah, I would advise the probation office and everybody <laughs> get in contact with Miss Christian back there. 
I said, no, my name is Charity. He said, like I said, get in contact with Miss Christian. <laughs> <laughs> he recognized me, you soldier for the Lord. He recognized it. He's recognized it. And um, all those kind of stories are on my website. Awesome. It shows it shows all the success stories and all the young people that has went through my program. Some of those young people now are mentors, and they awesome. are, and they have look and they have started their own programs. That's beautiful. And so that's the reason why I'm saying I'm looking for individuals who want to come in, sell their product. Be a guest on uh, uh, Don Rising and at the same time get advertisement on what you're doing as you change a life and help with say, economic growth and mm -hmm. by shares of stock within my organization. Because what it is, is you, you, you will be able to say, get a, a, a piece of the economic growth mm -hmm. and own shares of stock in the company. You know, right now we're selling it for twenty dollars, but once everything, <laughs> you ain't getting no real estate for you ain't getting no shares of stock in no real estate for no twenty dollars. So you better get on now on the ground floor. <laughs> I hear and, that. And the special television production as well. Come on now, mm -hmm. you, you you can't very easily produce a TV show. I hear you. What has been your biggest impact? My biggest impact is when I see these young people lives totally change. And they are very successful in what they're doing. It's beautiful. In fact, uh, Eddie, Eddie ended up getting out of school, mm -hmm. starting his own business, a roofing business. Then he, now he is actually, he went back to school and took up computer technology. And now okay. he's, in, he's also doing an apprenticeship program. Amen. So this man, he, he said he went out of prison, he came out of the prison to owning his own business. Awesome. Which is, what, which is what, which is what, that's the look, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't say it's up. That's what we do. <laughs> I hear that. Say from the prison house to kingdom building. Come on there now. Like Joseph, right? There you go. Just yeah. like Joseph. They like threw Joseph. him in prison because they thought they could stop his destiny. Come uh -huh. on. But only when he got in prison is what caused him to go forth into his destiny. Come on mm -hmm. now. <laughs> I hear you on that one. Amen. And that's what I said my young people that I work with. You are destined to succeed. You are destined to purpose. To have a purpose in life. You are destined because that's what God wants for you. Mm -hmm. Last question. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Oh, I would tell them to be true to yourself. 
first of all, you have to get to know yourself, what you want and what you stand for. When you know what you stand for and you got a solid foundation on the word of the living God, no devil in hell can trip you up. You will always come victorious. No matter, no matter, even if you fall, you will be able to get back up and put your feet on his head and go to the next level. That God did. Amen. 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 That's a great, that's a great advice right there. Yes. You have your Bible going on up in here on the Saturday. <laughs> it's all right. Great stuff. The living, the living word. I mean, he 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 spoke the earth mm -hmm. into existence with the living word. Amen. So you speak life inside of you with the living word. That's true. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a testimony. Go ahead. I I I did get married a second time after I left my first husband. Mm -hmm. And. I, when I married this man, his name was Oliver Charity. He had been watching my TV show and he actually, we actually met on the street. I was walking down the street and um, I saw the Tall Hammers building and I told him, I said, that, that building right there, now you have to realize this building were Ten million dollars. Mm. Okay. I got that building, and I didn't Amen. have ten million dollars. I didn't have ten million dollars. But it was that particular morning I met Oliver on the street, and I told him, "I said, you see that building right there?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "I'm going to get that building." He said, "Yeah, you should have got it ten years ago." I looked at him and I go, huh? It was 10 years ago that God had told me that I was going to have it. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I, I looked at Oliver and I said, Oliver, um, I, um, I, I was totally astonished. He said, uh, you have to realize that um, when I woke up this morning, I told God that I would do whatever he want me to do. And I believe I'm supposed to help you. So he went. He went running back to the car to get his resume, and I went on into the, the hotel. And as we began to talk, he shared. He he shared what he wanted to do, and I saw it fit directly with the plan that God had for me. Okay. And and so at that time, it was it was so tickling. Was a, another girl. Oliver happened to be a good-looking man, so it was another girl that was at the desk. She said, "Go tell, go tell him, uh, I want him to come to me." She sent the guy to get him to come to to to, to okay. her, and so he went to her and he told him. He said, uh, "Told her, said, I'm sorry, but uh, I cannot uh, 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 accommodate you right now because I need to meet with this lady, and I'm going to happen to buy her lunch and all her partners' lunch." <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's something right there. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. But what I later found out was um, Oliver was a mighty man of God. 
-hmm. And he loved the Lord. But at the time, Oliver had caught AIDS. Um, and I had married him. I had, I, 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 we, we had gotten married because I know that he was part of the plan of God. So I found out that Oliver had, um, had AIDS, mm -hmm. had HIV. Mm -hmm. And I found out on our third, third anniversary. And I went, I went again, I went talking to that the Lord, wait a minute, you the one had our cross path. You the one said that we was to work together. I don't understand what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And that's when God told me, he said, Liz, I brought him into your life for you to get him ready to come home to me. Wow. But I used him to get you ready to do the greater things for me. Because I'm going to turn AIDS in your life to assistance in deliverance and salvation. Wow. So when I was on my, so the doctor had given both of us in 2000, I mean, in 1999, the doctor had given both of us one year to live. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, Oliver uh, he started, I mean, I could see his life was beginning to pass away. Mm -hmm. I, I, would, I would find myself laying on here and I would breathe life back into him. Mm -hmm. And the Lord finally told me, he said, Liz, you have to let him go. I go, huh? He said, let him go. He's ready to go home. He's tired. He's been fighting us and he's tired. You have to let him go. Wow. And when he told me that it was something because Oliver, Oliver and I, we always was on that same spiritual bond. He said, so what did, what, what did, what did God tell you, Liz? He knew, he knew I had been talking to him. He said, what did the Lord tell you, Liz? Mm -hmm. I said, I said, Oliver, God says that if you see your sweet Jesus coming after you, you run on home to him. He said, but Liz, I can't. There's so much work for us to do. I said, no. It's time for you to go home. I have to release you. And because as, as long as I pray, I would keep you here. Mm -hmm. I said, but I'm going to release you. So I, it was like three weeks. Mm -hmm. I would, that I would go and um, at night. His his mother, his mother never really liked me because she. She, she felt like I came in and I took her, her son away from her. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't that at all. God had work for Oliver to do in his, 
his mother was a hindrance to keep him from doing what he wanted to do because she felt that he's supposed to be looking after her instead of the Lord's work. And so um, it wasn't like he wasn't looking after her. He was doing everything he could for her. And she was constantly putting her, her feet on his back to keep him down. So that's exactly what I told. In fact, that's what I, exactly what I told him, told her. I said, you have a son here that love you and he love you so much. And he'll do everything he can for you. But you will always speak in negative about him. And those words hurt. Mm-hmm. My uh, Oliver heard me when I said that. He, I didn't know he was on the phone that morning. Okay. And she, 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 he, she, he said, I never had a woman to stand up to my mother the way you did. And I knew at that moment that you were to become my wife because I saw you put mama in her place. And so it was then that um, I realized that he had to get his relationship with his mother. So I would come at night to see him and I let her to come during the day. Okay. And so what happened was um, they had told a lie and said that I had poisoned him with red poison. That's oh, wow. what that what was causing his death. Wow. So they didn't even want to sit with me in the church because of the lie that they had put out. Mm. And that's when God let me know. He said, forgive her because she doesn't know no better. And she has to get things straight with me and with with him. So you get you can let her have her time. Hurt people, hurt people. Uh-huh. That's what was going on. So like I said, um Oliver was a very good father to my sons. And when he it was whenever they used to come home from college, he used to always run down there and 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 um run down the stairs and said, I'm so glad you're here to protect me from your from your mama and your other brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told my oldest son. <laughs> Sound like a great man. <laughs> uh-huh. And so what happened wow. was that particular, to show you how in tune we were, the, the mm-hmm. two boys and the father, that Saturday, that Sunday morning, my son came to see Oliver Watts. He was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he walked in and he said, Oliver, what you doing in that bed? Get out of that bed. You know, you know I'm here. Because he always run and they mm-hmm. He said, You know I'm here. And I saw Oliver eyelashes blank. And the Lord let me know, he said, he now is coming home to me because he know your son is there to take care of you. Okay. 
and he went home very peaceful. He just went home so peaceful. But it was his love, his dedication to not only his his um, mm -hmm. to God, but to his family, and in doing what he know God had called him to do. It's an amazing man. It was a very amazing man. Very, very amazing man. And it has been 22 years since his death. And as you can see, I'm still alive. Still doing the work. Still doing the work. And it has not died. <laughs> mm -hmm. Amen. From that incurable disease. Because <laughs> I have turned it into a realm. Amen. To Amen. assistance and deliverance and salvation. Amen. Amen. And Amen. that's what I would continue to do as long as there's a God alive that is in control of heaven and earth. Amen. And even hell. Amen. 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 The revival tonight has been pretty awesome. Huh? The revival session today. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I'm humbled that you shared that with us. God is so good. Yes, he is. He is so good. I'm about my father's business doing kingdom purpose. Come on there. There you go. Being entrepreneurs for the kingdom of God. There you go. Bringing healing throughout the land. And accomplishing and moving forward in a dynamic way. Yes, you, you are. Unstoppable and completely stop. You, you are so true. That word you say is no lie. You're doing great work, so you and your sons. The legacy your husband left with y'all is amazing. Amen. 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 I truly thank you for sharing your story to help others find their purpose. I know. Someone's going to be delivered from whatever because the word is on this one tonight. <laughs> They're going to get a twofer. Find a purpose and get some Jesus in them. Amen. I appreciate that. I definitely want to thank the CEO and founder of Youth Corporation, Inc., Youth Outreach Services, Elizabeth Charity, for sharing her story with us. And just letting you know, it's nothing you can't do without God. Lean on him and then do the work, and he's going to do the rest. Yes, he will. Yes, I got all her websites. I'm going to put in the description when I get done with the episode. Go check her out. $20 shares for stock. Get in before we blow up like iTunes, Apple, and all that good stuff. Because the price going to go up. <laughs> you better get in while they're getting good now. <laughs> you heard it here first. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> and she's going to look at you and smile like, hey, play the episode. I said $20. It's three hundred. What you mad about? You had your opportunity, <laughs> you know. Can I get a copy of this? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a copy of all the good stuff. Thank you, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. you. You have been a very charming host. Thank you so uh, much. Appreciate you for that. Yeah. That child live by the Thailand where we treat you like family, comfortable, yes. cool environment to share your story helps one find a purpose. Yes. Yes. And promote Mark, whatever you got going on. That's thank what you do with Middle Ground. 
Oh, no problem. Thank you. And I ask blessings on you. I ask God to bless you with blessings, whatever your hand touch. Thank you. Your prosperity and to bless seven times more. I thank you for that. And you're always welcome back. We want to come back on the show, talk about something. Just let me know. Fill out the calendar. I want to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you so much. I no problem. Truly appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you for sharing. You know. So, and thanks for asking me. Oh yeah. Yeah, give me a, you give me a sign. Ask that one or ask that one. And it's never wrong when you say reach out to that one to be a guest. It's always something good. Yes. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Play this awesome outro. Get this show information put up. If you notice and you see how I do it on LinkedIn. I'm going to shoot you your copy, then I'm posting. And then my night is done. I might watch some cartoons or something. I've <laughs> <laughs> been busy all day. <laughs> then clean up. <laughs> well, I'm going to chill after I get all this done and post it. We're going to be some me time. <laughs> yes, me time is always a good time. You got to. Got to recharge. <laughs> got, got to. Yeah. But till next time, everybody. Detroit Red